podcast for Filthy Casuals by Filthy Casuals. Hi everyone and welcome to Flashpoint episode 122, recorded Monday, March the 20th. I'm your host David Holloway and joining me firstly is a man who I see as a bit of a long lost and awkwardly found brother who I'm concerned will sue me for losing him in the first place. How are you Simon? You didn't actually lose me, I lost you because you hogged all the newspapers and you slept with my girlfriend, and you made me Google search some crappy human interest story so I could make a response to your stupid question. Uh, how are you, David? <laughs> Good. Good. Uh, your your uh, response is always better than any shit I come up with. I've missed talking to you, Simon. It's been too long. It has. There's all those video games that we don't play together. <laughs> that we don't have <laughs> Sadly, I haven't even seen, I haven't been on my PlayStation to even see that you're online to not play with you. You haven't even updated to 4.5 yet, I'll warrant. Uh, no, I don't think I have. Mm. Let's talk about that a minute. When did that hit? Only in the last week or two? Oh. It was last, it was la- last Thursday. Last weekend. Okay, yeah, time for an update then. Yes. Um, and we also have a man who, if he were my brother, would mean I'd have a second one to make disappear in as many decades. How are you, Ben? What's a human interest story? <laughs> touche, sir, touche. <laughs> Those bits at the end of the news. Ah. Oh, people still watch the news? Well, apparently. No, no, they don't. Really they don't they get it all from Facebook now? I, no, know, they get it from the Rubin Report, goddammit. And br- wow. bright so bright. not from the Ralph retort? No. I, Is I, that I, Ralph Wickham? I'd, I'd watch a new show that he hosted. That really? Educational. Can yeah. we DDoS him? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. I, I, well, we can, if we can, we can DDoS Jim Sterling, we can certainly DDoS Ralph Wickham. Yay! Yay! Mm. All right. Lovely to have you gents on board as always. Um, We're off. You're welcome. You're just interrupting my dinner. That's all. Yeah, uh, I I believe you're dining out. Tell us what you're dining out on, Ben. I have fresh, fresh McDonald's. Nice. From the drive-through, as I literally only walked in the door home from work about 15 minutes ago. Had enough time to change my clothes, so I wasn't a soaking wet rat after getting drenched in Brisbane earlier, and. yeah, this is this is dinner time for me. So I'm glad to have you joining me in for my fine dining experience. And listeners, that shows true dedication, right? It does. Um, Are you having a play of fish? No, no. I I even I even went gourmet, as they say. Uh-huh. I I got a fancy burger. Oh, like one of the dole up your own ones that you wait for. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't go that far, but it's like the one of the ones you can get through the drive-through. It's called the uh, gourmet Angus cheeseburger. So it's basically just a cheeseburger, but it's using the fancy ingredients. Fancy. Oh, I know. Surely we can get some sort of sponsorship out of McDonald's for talking about them. Uh, no. I'll take it. It's free food. Oh, absolutely. No, I, I mean a multi-million dollar sponsorship deal. Oh, I'll take that too. <laughs> I mean, oh, sorry, I mean a tens of thousands sponsorship deal as far as you guys are concerned. I'll still take that one. No, as far as you guys are concerned, it's tens of thousands. I'll take the three quarter pounder. <laughs> All right. I'm very happy for a six pack of nuts, nuggets. Yeah. 
No, you had it right the first time. Oh, now I'm hungry. No. McNuggets are deep fried testicles. We all know this. Bush oysters. Hey, I, you don't choose the nug life. The nug life chooses you. True. Can mm. we get a t-shirt that says that? If not, we should I'm make on one. Yeah. Yeah. We should add that to the high selling range of Flashpoint t-shirts already on the market. Yes, it's amazing how much how much uh, coverage you can get in the market with one t-shirt design. <laughs> That's right. Which has been bought oh, once. Actually, actually, just to shout out to the 8-Bit crew that I'm a part of as well, we've just got launched two, two new T-shirt designs. So go check them out. Do they come in husky sizes? They do. Excellent. There's a purple Tyrannosaurus Rex on the Doom cover-up, replacing the Space Marine. Mm. And the other one was a Horizon Zero Dawn mashup with the 80s cartoon Dino Riders. Oh, that's mine. That's my jam right there. Can we oh, get yeah. a sponsorship deal out of 8-Bit for doing this? Talk to Brendan. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll, we'll do a swap of our T-shirt for theirs. I'm, I'm sure he won't mind. He'd love a Flashpoint shirt. It is a damn good design if Simon does say so himself. I like hey, the logo. Simon it's, has never said that. No, it is uh, brilliant, though. I love it. Great T-shirts as long as you never expose them to direct sunlight and mm-hmm. or water. But other than that, they're really durable. Yeah, I've noticed. I, I still wear mine regularly, but it's faded like hell. Not so much the logo, but the actual T-shirt itself. Yeah, I, I got one. It, it's faded pretty much, very much. Mm. Yeah. Oh, all the yep. exciting talk here on Flashpoint. Let's talk some games. I've got a mouthful of burger. Shush. <laughs> let, let, him, let him masticate That's in true. silence. Let's let's just listen to Ben masticate. Oh, there's nothing like the sound of chewing noises. <laughs> At least you got your own teeth. Could be worse. Could Simon, be. what have you played in the last month since we spoke? I have played some Horizon Zero Dawn, which is not a poor cousin to Zelda, so fuck you all. Um, Deus Ex Invisible War, yes, I've dragged my original Xbox out. Uh, Some Forza 3, yes, I've still got my Xbox One plugged in. Job Simulator, yes, I've still got my PS4 plugged in. And Mario World 3D, yes, I'm still using my Wii U and fuck you. What's Job Simulator? I'm honestly fascinated. What's that? Oh, uh, best VR game ever, isn't it? Oh, it's a VR um, one. I, I, yeah. The thing, the thing is, there's nothing that quite matches the moment in uh, Batman VR where you realise you can actually crouch down and stare directly at Robin's nutsack. You know, oh. the, the, the moment. <laughs> really, I, I thought it was making the masturbation sort of hand gesture while you're looking at Batman in the mirror. Oh no, that'd just be sick. That's really <laughs> kind of funny. <laughs> okay, I'm just reading the Wikipedia. Oh, that that looks so you can't. You, you've got to have VR to really play that. By the look of it, uh, it, it helps. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Nice, nice range though, and Mario World 3D. Beautiful. That's well, a great game. Yeah. Now, now all the people who who have been buying Switches and trading in their games and their Wii U's means I can actually uh, the, finally. Finally, in the flagship store in Melbourne, we can finally buy pre-owned Wii U games. 
It's a glorious time. Yeah, so I nearly... because not many people bought many. Well, there was never any pre-owned, unless you wanted uh, to buy 50 copies of Nintendo Land. There really wasn't anything. And now there's there's everything apart from Breath of the Wild, which uh, Nintendo stock shortage, mysterious, go figure. Yeah, I, I was in JB Hi-Fi on Sunday and nearly took aside what looked like a long-suffering dad. His kid was probably 9, 10, and he was in there to buy Switch, and the JB Hi-Fi guy was doing the hard sell, and I just wanted to sort of step in between them and go, is your son a Zelda fan? No. Then wait six months, Mm. please. But anyway, he bought it. They even even managed to upsell him to a... uh, He was talking some bullshit about... You needed a protective cover for the whatever because when you keep putting it in and out of the dock, it can scratch. That's not you bullshit. You absolutely need that. Okay. <laughs> not... Oh, damn. I was trying to expose dodgy sales tactics. No, no, no. That's not bullshit. That's good advice. Okay, fair enough. That, that dock scratches that bitch up bad. There you go. Mm. I'm glad I didn't step in then. Yeah, probably just as well. All right, and Ben, what have you been? Sorry, sorry. Well, I was... Took too what? long. <laughs> Go, Ben, you're oh, on. Oh, I'm going? Okay. I was going to start eating my nuggets. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn, I have also partaked in the mechanical dinosaur hunting, although probably not didn't get as far as you have, Simon. Um, I've also been playing a lot of Ghost Recon Wildlands uh, since the open beta, and the game actually has come out now. Um also been playing a little game that I was challenged to play last episode called Fallout 4. Um, That's a bit of an we can get into game, that. isn't it? That's a, it a, yeah, a it's by game. a small group of uh, people called um, Bethesda. 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 Yeah, Bethesda. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I see that they might have some promise in the future, I think. And I've also been playing something that comes out in, what, three days here in Australia? Called Mass Effect Andromeda. Mm. All right, we'll be talking about that as well. Yes, we will. I've got things to say. Cool. Oh, good. I'm glad someone does. (laughs) Um, I've got a bit of an injured arm, which even though I'm usually appallingly short in my list of games, I, it's forced Dance me to... Dance Dance Revolution doesn't require arm movement. Uh, I don't, I've got tennis elbow, I think. It's very annoying. I lifted a big heavy rock and that was the end of me. So I'm playing too much Pokemon Go still on a daily basis, particularly since they released the 80 new Pokemon. Um, WoW obviously is a, is a steadfast game. Lots of StarCraft 2 because I can play that one-handed. And a little bit of Destiny and huge recommendation. You guys would have played You Don't Know Jack at different times over its many-year history. I have, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, I remember having it on CD-ROM, God forbid, in the mid to late 90s. Um, The Jackbox TV packs on PlayStation 4, and I assume they're on Xbox as well, are just brilliant fun, particularly for a group of people. The way they've used any device, you just uh, go to their website and use any iPhone or Android device, from what I can tell, as your controller to select answer. It's Mm. brilliant fun. Cannot recommend it highly enough if you've got a group of people over. 
Um, not cheap. I think it was 90 bucks for all the packs, but, yeah, it's well and truly paid for itself. Well, that's that's not too bad a price when you consider that someone else is selling a, a um, some really crap collection of mini games for almost that amount of money. Is this the Switch again, Nintendo? I didn't say that. <laughs> I did see. We're talking something a little bit more miniature. Yes. Um, speaking of which, have you finished your nuggets yet? No. All right. Okay. Because right. <laughs> uh, when it's I was about in... that nug life. That's right. <laughs> When I was in JV Hi-Fi, it was de- depressing to see the Switch. There are plenty of Switches there. There was, I think, a copies of Zelda there, but not many. And then it was, yeah, uh, Switch 1, 2 was the only other game I could see. Big range. Oh, it'll get there. It'll get there. It will. Well, what I've heard, and I think quite a few people would agree who do own a Switch, is that Snipperclips, which is a digital-only purchase, is the best game on okay. the Switch. Yes, yes, that's probably the best purchase you can make. For thirty dollars digitally, um, I'd say that's well worth it. Considering you could have to pay what eighty bucks for Zelda. Eighty, yeah, yeah it was eighty nine on Sunday. But I'm sure you can get it for eighty in yeah. places. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk quickly about Zelda. So, um, I'm, from what we've just said, none of us have played it, so I don't know that we need to talk too much. But from what I see on wonderful social media people are nothing but raving about it yeah yeah that's true it seems to be mm-hmm. getting really positive reviews really really except positive. for that one 7.5 yeah yeah and the death threats that followed mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah because the internet yeah uh, mm, yeah mm-hmm. yes we this you is kids a problem. get off the lawn well, there you go. That was Zelda. <laughs> um. Well, no. Okay. So, um, review-wise, a lot of very positive reports. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the benefits of buying a Switch for that game, that seems to be a lot more in question because yeah. it's very much like the you could play it on the Wii U and get a pretty similar experience. Uh as you could, certainly, the the frame rate's a bit smoother on the on the Switch portable, but uh, the dock mode problematic. Um, it it just doesn't seem to have been very well. Mom, can you shut that door, please? Ah, uh, he's it's the McDonald's workers bought him more nuggets and hasn't closed the door as they've left. Ah, uh, my uh, mum's visiting from the states at the moment, and she just opened the office door. I think. Oh, it's appalling! Uh-oh. You need to go and beat her up. I know. I know. Uh, family. What do you do? Carry on. Sorry. Uh, no, no. I just had a big deja vu there because um, regularism, I know one of my favourite podcasts is Tell Them Steve Dave podcast, and that exact situation happened where one of the main hosts was reading out an ad in his bedroom and his mum came in and he, he went off his nut at his poor old mum for just opening the door. Yeah. <laughs> at least I said please. Yeah, you were quite polite, really. Yeah. Yeah. Integrations are hard to pull off, mm-hmm. as are nuggets. Um, so the the Wii U version does seem to be better in some regards. It, um, both versions seem to have frame rate stutters in different places, um, but one's not much better than the other in that regard. Um, and sadly, the Wii U version actually seems to have improved loading times. Okay. Mm. 
What is- actually also I thought was interesting was that it runs better in the for the Switch variant anyway is that it runs better in the handheld mode rather than yes. in the dock. Absolutely. Oh, I'm guessing that's something to do with the upscaling to 1080. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it could be. It doesn't even seem to matter whether you set the switch in docked mode to output at 720 because from the sound of it, it still upscales to 900 and then downscales again. So you don't get any kind of economy on that. Uh, also, the reveal that uh, the the system on a chip isn't customized. It's just basically a straight X1. So all of the all of the malarkey that uh, Nintendo and uh, particularly Nvidia were putting out about what this thing was um, seems to have uh, been well. I'm not going to say fake news, but uh, let's just say there seems to have been a healthy amount of distraction mm-hmm. and obfuscation involved there. It doesn't matter. I mean, it still performs really well, and the fact that the games have got uh, make direct calls to the hardware instead of having to go through Android TV, uh, Android TV or uh, a similar intermediary layer uh, does seem to be producing really good results. So not knocking the switch. Uh, obviously, it's early days yet, and I'm sure they'll get the whole scratchy, scratchy dock and the, uh, the uh, sync losses on, on the Joy-Cons sorted out fairly quickly. So... Yeah, onwards and upwards. It seems to be doing pretty well. So, yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a promised start, and hopefully, good things will continue to flow to the Switch. Well, I just heard uh, earlier this evening that with the Switch as well, they've reached one and a half million sale target already, and they're hoping to do two million before months end. Which, given they still have another eleven days to go, um, probably will make that target yeah, for the month. Yeah. I think they might. It may do better than the Wii U. Well, it's not hard, is it? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) So, yeah, no. uh, well done, Nintendo. Hopefully uh, Mm. hopefully the bugs will get ironed out, and I'm sure all of us will probably buy one when the the, uh, version 2 comes out with uh, more onboard memory, because apparently that's basically just something they've got to swap. They've, They've built the thing so they can just swap the amount of onboard RAM. Yeah, or onboard storage that's uh, available. So it looks like they were thinking about that when they launched it. So yeah, again, early adopters, buy beware. I've been caught by that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's not fun. Agreed. Yep. Um, speaking of sort of lesser known console companies, um, Microsoft have announced a Game Pass for the Xbox. Now I wish I, I would. You, of... Would you call it a link? I would no. Call it... I I called Zelda a link mm. to the past, possibly. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hundred games for nine bucks ninety nine a month. That certainly beats the PlayStation offering. Um, I'd obviously want to see a list of the games. I could see a few of the covers shown on the announcement, but I, yeah, I'm more likely to sign up for that than the rip off PlayStation Plus membership. Well, it's uh, not the same no. as last really. Not the same. No, no. I, I understand that the model's different. I understand that totally, well, but, but no, no, no. You, you're confusing the product that it's similar to with PlayStation. Play the sim, the product that's actually similar to with PlayStation is called PlayStation Now, which is a streaming gaming service. So you could stream like all the PlayStation Three games on your uh, PlayStation. What do they call it? PS TV Vita thingy, 
and well, the PlayStation 4 in the US. They've cut that out. They're originally, the, the and it was a good idea, uh, they mm. bought Gaikai specifically to do this sort of thing, make uh, PlayStation games available on devices that weren't didn't actually have the processing power to run them. So they would mm. stream the, uh, basically, uh, you're, you're playing away on your, your Bluetooth-linked controller to your TV or your, yep. your meter or your, your microwave or whatever this thing was equipped for. Uh, Blu-ray players was another thing, another device you could use. That's right. And Sony TVs, I think, was the other one. Yes, uh, a number of Bravias, and I think there might have been a, another brand in there as well. I can't quite recall. Oh, they were the FBI-approved microwaves. Yes, with, with the cameras in them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, also suitable for VR, apparently. <laughs> but uh, the, the idea was you, you, you can play on a device that simply doesn't have the power to run the game because your inputs are streamed up to the server and then the results... Mm-hmm video is streamed back to you. So obviously yeah. there's going to be some sort of lag involved even with good internet. Uh, but Sony have recently announced that they're dumping that and so the streaming is only going to be available to PS4s and PCs, which is a bit of a shame, especially if you might have bought a TV or a Blu-ray player to to handle that content. Yeah. That's yeah. that's that's the Sony, the closest Sony equivalent there is. The okay. Xbox yeah. and, you actually uh, download the game in its entirety. Yeah. So you play a local version. And as long as you keep, you stay subscribed, then you can still play the game. Um, and also, I think if you decide to buy the game, you can get like a 20% discount. I think that's the way it works. Okay. So it's, yeah. it's probably more similar to EA Access in that regard. Except- yeah, that's probably a good yeah comparison. Except it's not um, it, it's not a service that provides you with twelve different versions of Madden, mm. which is why I feel about EA Access, quite frankly. Yeah, but yeah, I think good deal. It's quite, yeah, it's as as they keep saying, it's like uh, it's like Netflix for video games. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's a good comparison as well. It's just yeah, the whole download. Well, Netflix does the download things to your device now as well that you can do. You can so. do, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty much that in a nutshell. If if we're trying to dumb it down, what you're thinking of, David, with the PlayStation Plus is actually similar to Xbox Games with Gold or Game uh, oh, okay. Xbox Live so you get a few uh, Gold. Ones each month or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'll give you the Xbox Live Gold will give you the um, the free games every month. You get four every month for Xbox One, and you can and then that allows you also to play multiplayer games. So it's pretty much the exact same thing as PS Plus. And see, the same yeah. thing is I only buy PS Plus to be able to uh, find Strikes and that in Destiny. That's the only reason I do it. I wouldn't do it then if I was you. Yeah, well, I won't next. Time. And let, well, a hey, Little Big Planet was Little Big Planet Three was free the other month. Your kids would have loved that. Oh, I didn't really. Yeah, I must have missed that. Oh, bugger. Well, it's not really free. It's a conditional license. Yeah, as long as you stay subscribed, you can have the free content. Whereas on Xbox, you you download it or you get it through Games with Gold, it's yours for life. Yeah. 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 Speaking of golden games, I'm going to jump over the set list and while while we're still on con, Well, this is not really console, is it? It's PC. But um, Mass Effect Andromeda. Um, Mm. Well... I played it on console. Oh, you played it on console? Okay, there you go. I played it on console. Are we still looking forward to it, Ben? I am. Well... I've got it, so I'm start, playing you it. You started playing it, yeah, and you're enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, I've I've, I've started playing. It. I played it, started playing it on Saturday evening. 
uh, for a little bit. I've, I've probably played about six hours um, since then. Uh, now, all over the internet, there's a lot of things going around, and I'm going to preface this and say, yes, I am a Mass Effect fanboy. I apologize if I say something that you do not like. In saying that, this is going out on the internet, and I'm prepared to cop whatever flack you throw my way. So fuck you in advance. <laughs> Moving on. Spirit. Um, All over the internet. To the 13. That's it. <laughs> Hashtag, you're, you're a Mass Effect fanboy. We don't like you. Um, all the complaints I've seen have been about junky, uh, janky animations and things like that. And I think there's been a little bit about some of the dialogue. And I'll agree, I've seen some... There's been a couple of dialogue lines where I've sat there and gone, oh, it's a little bit wooden. But most of it I haven't really noticed. I've been more interested in walking around the map going, oh, what's this? Oh, what's that? What's that? Um, in terms of animation, I haven't seen any animation problems, realistically. Uh, there's one character who has been a part of the GIFs where she's got a very non-moving face, we'll say. There's like zero emotional reaction in her face, um... In, in the gifts and things like that. And I've, I've met that character, and yeah, she had zero emotion. And I was like, I don't like you anyway, and you're a two-bit character who I don't even have to care about, so... So sort of like Joan Rivers. Yeah. Yeah, it just looks like she had a shit ton of beat, uh, Botox. So I'm just sitting there going, well, you're a two-bit character that I don't really care about. You're not like a member of my party or anything like that. So I'm going to have one conversation with you, probably never talk to you again, and move on to the next area. So, and if I'm to compare Bioware's previous games, even their most recent one being Dragon Age 3, um, Dragon Age Inquisition, um, even the, some of the character animations and the voice acting in that was pretty wooden. I hated the voice uh, actor that played... or Yeah, the both male voice actors that played the um, Inquisitor in Dragon Age 3. I hated that voice acting. I thought it was the worst. I hated the tone of the voice. It never looked or sounded to fit my character that I'd created and things like that. Um, even the female voice acting for the character, uh, the player-created character, I didn't think was all that crash hot. Uh, so if you're comparing it to previous Bioware games, um, the models are fairly similar. Uh, the, the you know Some of the dialogue is fairly similar. It's very, it just, it looks like uh, Bioware. It looks like a Bioware game. The animation looks like a Bioware game. Um, now, if Telltale can get away with using the same dogged engine for the last, what, six, seven years? I mean, hey, Mass Effect is doing pretty good considering they've updated their entire combat system and moved it over to a brand new Frostbrite engine just to run this whole new uh, trilogy that they're building. Okay. Um, so I think... On the animation sides of things, yes, you're probably going to see a few more, few glitches. Um, that's video games. Hey, if it was a Bethesda game like Fallout or Skyrim, no one would bat a freaking eyelid. Um, but because it's Bioware or maybe because it's published by EA, the internet feels obligated to bash the living crap out of it. Um, so, yeah, in saying that, 
Also, one thing I have noticed, and I don't know how many other reviewers, gamers, or whoever else has got early access has noticed this. In on because I'm playing it on Xbox, I've picked it up through EA Access because Mass Effect is hands down one of my favorite game series of all time. I wanted this as soon as I possibly could. Um, and it's finished installing on my Xbox. My Xbox says there's no more, nothing else to download. You hit the pause screen, down the very bottom it says installing 57%. Because <laughs> in early access, it is still technically classified as a trial, a 10-hour trial, similar to what the Battlefield 1 trial was last year. Um, so I think because it's a trial, technically, there is still a portion of the game to download, which may also be a portion of the engine. It may not be. Um, they might have not. This might be more on EA side of things than about, uh, Bioware's. Uh, so that's one thing I want to point out. Uh, Bioware have also come out and acknowledged problems with the animation and are promising to fix it in a future patch. It will not be fixed in the day one patch for when the game goes live on retail, uh, but they have promised to fix it in a future patch. I also think a lot of the issues that you are seeing are probably on the PC version of the game and not the Xbox version of the game. Similar to how... This might not be a good example, but Assassin's Ar- Creed... Oh. Hey? I was Arkham Knight I was thinking of, but yeah, go on. Oh, no, yeah, well, Arkham Knight's probably a good one, but that's, that's not really an animation issue. That was more of a frame rate issue, but... Um, Assassin's Creed Unity, the issues with the models and the animation problems that it had was 90% of it was on PC and consoles didn't really see many of those issues. So no. that's why I, I tend to lean some more to it being a problem for PC gamers. This is a problem when you build a game for the PC market. It's been like this for years. PC gamers, you should know what to expect. Unfortunately, yes, we still do get shitty ports like uh, Batman Arkham Knight, but I digress. Um, so those are the few things that I have in regards to the animation problems and the issues that are going on online uh, and the bashing and all that sort of stuff of Bioware. Now, moving on, the gameplay is fantastic. The gunplay is fantastic. The powers are the exact same awesome powers that you had in the original trilogy. Um, the best way I could describe it is if they've taken the storytelling from Mass Effect 1, the companion interaction from Mass Effect 2, and the combat from Mass Effect 3. And the Lucky 7 Spider from Swator. And the... Yes. <laughs> no, they've got a uh, four-wheel drive... No, six-wheel drive tank thingy that you have in this one okay um (laughs) no speeders um so they've combined all three of them into this game trying to make it the best possible mass effect and i think if they can fix some of these animation issues that is coming out um they could quite possibly do that obviously i'm only a few hours in i haven't played the full 10 hours of the um uh, trial version yet uh i probably won't get to play much more this week i'm hoping to but don't know until the weekend. Um, I, I think this game could be a really great game. Now, the other thing I want to discuss in regards to Mass Effect is the 
Gamergate people <sighs> that are coming out of the woodwork yet again. Um, it, why? 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 Why are they coming because, out of the woodwork? Because they're misogynistic assholes. Is it, that's the, that's the short of it. They're just assholes. Yeah. Um. Here's a sacred rule that everyone needs to follow on the internet. Don't be a dick. It's it's pretty simple stuff, you know. Um. The big problem is is well, Will Wheaton, yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but the big problem is a young lady in Vancouver, uh, Canada. She put on her Twitter page and on her Instagram and her Facebook that she was a lead animator for Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, yeah. And she's quite an attractive young lady. She also happens to do quite a bit of cosplay. So uh, if you've ever seen any cosplay, which I'm sure most of us have, um, especially with those young, attractive ladies, the um, outfits can be somewhat revealing, shall we say. Um, so she's been flagged that she, or people out there on the internet are saying that she slept with people at EA to get a job on Mass Effect and drop it up. Oh, classy. In essence. Yeah, classy. Exactly. Um, this was mostly reported by a gentleman, uh, I can't remember his name. He hosts the Ralph Retort webpage that I mentioned earlier, um, uh, which we should go DDoS. If anyone knows how to DDoS, please do that one for the, to him because he's such a dickhead. Again, all um, I can't remember. Spawny thirteen. <laughs> I can't remember what his actual real name. It's something Ralph or Ralph somebody. Ralph Wiggum. Um, Ralph Wiggum, I think it is. Yeah, Ralph Wiggum. He, he probably is a little idiot like Ralph Wiggum. Um, but yeah, he started the whole flame war against this poor girl. She's been copying tweets like, "Oh, maybe if I sleep with you or something." And I'm trying to put these into politer terms. Um, you can show more facial animation than the characters in Mass Effect Andromeda. Um, Things like that, and to that extent, she's been receiving death threats and all this sort of stuff. She has since removed the stuff from her Twitter and Instagram pages. I think her Facebook still says that she worked on the game. Um, But here's the funny thing. Bioware have come out and said she didn't work on our game. She does not work for Bioware. The Bioware studio that produced Mass Effect Andromeda is in Montreal, which is on the opposite side of Canada from mm. Vancouver. Mm. Um, so if she was working on Mass Effect Andromeda, that would have been a bit of a commute. And, yeah, the, I just the whole thing's just been blown way out of proportion. I, most of all, I just feel sorry for this poor girl who's just copying abuse from all over the internet. She just wanted to brag to her friends that she was doing something cool, working for EA, doing some animation stuff that might have been just passed by her desk for Mass Effect, and she just wanted to brag about it a little. Hey, if you're working on one of the best-looking or best... um, No, not best. Most hyped and most... uh, Highly anticipated. Highly anticipated. Thank you highly anticipated games coming forward, wouldn't you brag about it a little bit too? Oh, Maybe she shouldn't have gone so far as to say she was the lead animator or a lead animator because I'm sure there are several lead animators. Yep. Um, but, jeez, I'd brag about it a bit too. God, I brag, I'm bragged that, that I'm one of three co-hosts on Flashpoint. So do I. No, one, no one's ever heard, to it, heard of it. 
before, except our mums. And your poor mum's never going to listen to us again after tonight. I know, after the outrage I just caused. (laughs) My mum's... (laughs) Your mum's still a fan? No, she's never heard of it. Oh, she's never heard of it? Hi, Simon's mum. Actually, my mum hasn't either, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's pretty much where I stand on the whole Mass Effect Andromeda thing at the moment and I'm sorry to go on for so very long about it um, but there's quite a few things I needed to say on it no. just because in the internet at the moment there is quite a lot of things being said. So speaking of misogynist assholes I believe um, someone left the kind of funny YouTube channel Segway <laughs> So I'll, Was that I... Segway? <laughs> well I, I'm the first, this may surprise our regular listeners, but I don't know shit about most things, and including, I, I had no idea what kind of funny it was, so I had to Google it. I understand it's a YouTube channel, I understand that these guys have been working together for years, I understand he did some borderline tweets, I've seen the tweets, I mean, yeah, look, wasn't the, wasn't that funny, to be honest, the tweet, but obviously caused big ructions within the team and he's left, and that's about where my knowledge ends, so feel free to jump in, guys. You want to go first, Simon? Uh, um, okay. I, I have to admit I was um, a little outraged about the, the tweet. Um, yeah, just just a little. The, the fact that what he meant to say was ah, and he actually spelt up. So it was a, it was a, a um, oh, what's his name? Jewish guy. Colin Moriarty. Hey. Yeah, Colin Moriarty, yeah. No, 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 not, oh. no. Colin Moriarty is not Jewish. Um, it's a good Jewish you, name. <laughs> yeah. Where did you get Jewish from? Who's, who's a Jewish person? Oh, God, I knew his name a, a fraction well, of a second. Danger? No, he's not Jewish. Isn't he? Woody I don't Allen. know. Woody Allen. Woody Allen's definitely Jewish. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's definitely Jewish. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, what is his name? Um, Jeff. It was in um, Jeff Goldblum. Also, Reezy and uh, Jurassic Park. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Jeff, yeah. It's a it's, it's a Jeff Goldblum. Ah, uh, not an ah. Uh. Ah. So there should have been two, at least two H's. Yes. On that R, uh, and he didn't do that. So I was a little pissed off with that. Uh, as far as the body of the rage for bad grammar. Exactly. There's. Technically correct is the best kind of correct. That's right. <laughs> yes. Other than that, uh, I remember seeing it when it came through. I remember smiling mildly because it was kind of funny and um, went on with my day, which I believe is how it was intended to be received. And uh, instead, uh, a deranged pack of lunatics appear to have attacked him over this and uh, I think it's fairly clear that it was uh, just uh, an excuse to mm-hmm. have, a, have a, a crack at someone who is a in a fairly if I listen to most of the IGN podcasts and uh, game, watch GameSpot and uh, mm-hmm. you know I, I watch a lot of games he, he used to be a major player over at IGN as well he did. He was. Uh, was he a senior? He was, the play, he was the PlayStation editor. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he and Greg Miller did uh, started the beyond. 
Well, did they start Podcast Beyond? I think, no. Greg, I think... Greg was on the first episode. Colin came in at around episode Because Roper, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, it was Roper that started it. Yeah, but they actually made it into a thing. Mm-hmm. So, big connections to PlayStation goes a long way back. Eventually, they got to the point where I think Greg had done about as many meet and greets at local restaurants that he he could, um, mm-hmm. and so they just spun it off and and started their own company called Kind of Funny. And they uh, when did Nick Scarpino join? He he was well, on Nick and Nick and Tim you... Geddes came across with them both from IGN yeah. day one. Yeah. As those yeah. four guys started Kind of Funny, the the whole thing is four best friends starting their own thing together. Yeah. Well, four best friends, sometimes five, as they like to say. Yes. Fifth one being the audience. Yes, because we're all best friends. That did start to get a little grating after a while. But we yeah, are literally I still like friends. The, I like the idea. We are literally friends with our audience because I think we've had every single member of our audience on the show. I think we have. I think you're right. <laughs> oh, my God. We're a tight family, wow. friends. We are. Tight, highly self-referential family. Is, anyway. is, is there is there any friends out there that want to come join our show that yeah, haven't if, been if on yet? Are, that's true. If you are a listener and you're going, hold on, I haven't been on yet, drop us a line. You're more than welcome. Yeah. Send us an email or a tweet and we'll, we'll tee it up. We'll, we'll even record a special episode for you, maybe. Absolutely. And I'm that confident we won't need to do it, that I'm happy to put that on the line. We'll do two yep. shows. Mm-hmm. We, Two we, shows in a month? Oh, I, I no, don't know no, no. That. Let's not go overboard. Okay. Two two special guest show episodes. Sometime in the next three years. Yeah. I think you've had too much honey dipping sauce on your nuggets there, Ben. <laughs> Sorry. I sound intoxicated. So kind of I need funny, to down. I, I, I tend to agree that I think it's a bit of an overreaction to feel the need to leave mm. a whole channel over one tweet, even if it was outright offensive. Uh, you know, that he wasn't being ironic but or whatever. I laugh then. at the fact that people think it's outright offensive. Yeah, which it's not. I just said it wasn't no. that funny. But if he was being ironic, he can go, I can see why people would have a laugh. But, yeah, that's overkill. Well, yeah, but he... I think it's fair to say anyone who's been watching uh, PS I Love You XOXO or any of the other content they've done, Colin's not been as front and centre as he has been in previous ones. Now, no. And I don't think he's been terribly engaged in uh, a lot of the stuff I've seen him in. So it's it's been obvious for a while, I think, if you've been looking, that uh, he's been wanting to move in different directions, especially uh, if you've watched any episodes of Colin Was Right. There's there's Mm -hmm. an energy there that's missing in a lot of his other appearances. Which is fine, which is fine. Obviously, he's, uh, he's committed to that, and it's very tightly scripted, so I uh, thoroughly enjoyed those. But I think this is just basically a, a catalyst, I suppose, uh, and yeah. uh, just been an opportunity to make the break yeah. and, and not, not just sort of foul the waters with, with, with stuff, because you, you either like Colin or you don't. You either respect and respect his views and the the way he puts his point across, even if you don't necessarily believe it. It's always good to listen to people you don't agree with as long as they're making mm-hmm. salient and coherent arguments. Yep. Um, 
I agree with a lot of things he said. Some of it I thought he was being a bit of a dickhead, but I just moved on. Yeah. That's what that's the whole point of having opinions, people. Yeah, and exchanging them. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's exchange opinions. Um, it, it's not good to DDoS people. Uh, it's not good to make death threats. And it's not good to just go on a Twitter hate rampage. Yeah. It just, there seems to be so much of this going on at the moment. It's, energy could be... And I heard the... I listened to the 8-bit people, the Hungry Gamers, as I was driving home from work earlier this evening, so this is still fresh in my head. There's a lot of better things and better ways to spend time on the internet. Yeah, you, you do something... Well, besides that, you could do something more positive, realistically. Come on. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. change.org petition to build the Death Star. That's it. I like it. I don't think that's. I think that sort of wound up some time ago. But you know, start well, a new. Actually, one. can we start a new one for that? Because we've got a new. Well, America has a new president, and uh-huh. he's just crazy enough no to make Trump. one. No Trump on Flashpoint. Otherwise, Jay will rip us all new assholes. That's true. Which which all may right. And who knows? Can we discuss? Can you discuss that on the next We Hate People when it comes out in six months? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay. six, six to eight months. Yeah, cool. right. You're, and, getting, you're yeah. getting too keen again. You're high on these nuggets, Ben. Six Sorry. months. Jesus. All right. Um, um, yeah. Apparently, Katy Perry opens up about her sexuality. She prayed the gay away at Jesus camps. There's another what topic the f- for We Hate People. I where, just, where the hell did you just pull that from? The Sydney Morning Herald website just popped up. I hit the wrong tab. and it's. It was well, I was going to say, that's not on my run sheet. <laughs> No, Katy Perry. I mean, I know it's all pretty pictures and, you know, unicorns and stuff, but seriously, that's not on my run sheet. Oh, there you go. She prayed it away. I'm sure that works. Uh, no. no. No, I don't believe it. Does. All right. So let, but, let's. Split. No, just. just oh, just, oh sorry. Uh, uh, go for it. Since you brought it up, this also just goes back to the whole concept of getting your information from diverse media sources. Like mm-hmm. Breitbart. Look, it can't hurt to see what they're saying. It, the, the the worst thing you can do is let let things hide fester in the dark. Better to drag it all out into the light. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. I agree. I mean, I can sit so much more comfortably since I got all that stuff out of into the light. Hypolonics are full, aren't they? Yeah, it healed it all up nicely. Now I can sit for the whole podcast. Did you have the one with the menthol? <laughs> that was absinthe, I think. How? <laughs> all right no you're absolutely Maybe. right diversity uh, yeah diversity is critical because we're all we're all mm. at huge risk of being it, in big gum echo chambers that's for sure you know I, I think this is actually going to be a bit of a loss i mean kind of funny will live on it'll continue but i think it's going to be a bit of a loss for them as well because colin was the right wing thinker and he was proud of his pol- uh, his political views, and uh, he sh- he should be. You know, it's not like he was an asshole about it, like most of them. But you know, he he was the right wing voice for kind of funny and IGN to a lesser extent when he was there as well. And I think, and this isn't coming from a right wing place as me being a right wing supporter or anything like that. Political, nothing like that. Well, you are from. Queensland. I just think I'm from Queensland. Yes, we're <laughs> slow. We eat bananas. We're Idiots. Um, Your curtains fade and savings. Curtains fade. Uh, there's cows are confused about milk and stuff. I don't know. Um, 
That's a daylight savings joke, people. Yes. Um, well, but yeah, like, it's, it's just he, he was the diff, he was the voice of a different opinion on kind of funny. Um, where when doing PSI love you XOXO or with Greg, uh, Colin and Greg do agree on a lot of things, especially when it comes to games. But they also do have different different opinions and different voices and different ways of doing that show. And I think the biggest loss out of kind of funny is we don't get any more PS. I love you. XOXO, which was the spiritual successor to their time on beyond podcast for IGN. Um, I think Simon, you've nailed the rest of it all, all on the head. I, I don't think that joke was particularly bad. No, I don't think it was particularly offensive. I've said plenty of things that I'm sure are much more offensive. I know. Um, yeah. Um, and I the the hashtag that was used a day without women, that was the hashtag that was going around for the International yeah, that's Women's right. Day thing. That was yeah. their hashtag. He yeah. just borrowed it to make a joke. Also, he and his a- girlfriend it- saw him type it and laughed at it. Yeah, it was a, it was a counterpoint. Yeah, I, it was it was a it was a silly joke as as others have said. It was a sort of sort of thing you'd find on the cutting room yeah. floor of a, a married with children scriptwriters meeting. Yeah, oh, I missed that show. That was a good show. Oh, it's on repeat. Don't worry. Oh, okay. It's a great show. Um, all right, no well, different to any of the jokes in say The Big Bang Theory. Ah, oh, see, I still can't What's enjoy that, that show. Uh, I'm just trying to think, think of something a bit more modern viewing. No, just go with South Park. South Park's South timeless. Park. South Park. Oh, South Park's timeless. It is. Mm. Um, let's do quickly the game challenge thing. So um, before ah. I get onto the mini reviews, so uh, Jay had a great suggestion about uh, a segment which we spent. Oh, how many focus groups did we do, guys? At least two or three evenings. And we came up with a name for the segment and we're going to call it the game challenge thing. So thank you to you guys in particular for all your efforts on that. Particularly the PowerPoint, Simon, you did. That was bloody amazing. It was. I I thought that 30 slides was probably a little much, but I think it may have been just right. Yep. So game challenge thing it is. So um, I abstained my vote from that title. (laughs) Ben very kindly agreed to be the first um, guinea pig and... Uh, Fallout 4 was the game. So in 4,000 words or less, how did you find Fallout 4? As you know, I played it and loved it. But what did you think of it? I didn't like it. Okay. I'm going to put it down to being a Bethesda game. I don't like Bethesda games. I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it loud and proud. I don't like Skyrim. I don't like Fallout 4. Dishonored was kind of meh. It was actually a really boring story. Uh, Doom was heavily, highly repetitive. Go yeah, into a room, yeah, kill everything in the room, yeah. move on to the next room. Agreed. Really great action and high-intensity action when it happened, but it was the same thing over yes. and over and over and over again, except for the boss battles, which were actually really cool. But other than that, there wasn't a hell of a lot to do. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I just got a feeling I just don't like Bethesda games. I don't know what it is they're doing that I don't like. Uh, Fallout, I, I was bored. I played five, six hours of it. Um, and by the end of it, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go do something else. 
I might come back to this after dinner or something like that. And I walked back. I looked at Oh, that's still there. Um, I'm not really interested in playing this. Um, I, there's no hook for me. Absolutely none. Um, I streamed my entire playthrough that I did. Um, and I just... I got up to... So you, you get out of the vault thingy yep. and get into the town and there's some wild people there shooting up what looks to be like a museum, like yep. a Civil War museum. That's right. Yep. Yep. So I got up to the top of there and I got into that place and that was it. They were saying something about going up and getting to the antenna or something I yeah, had to do. Yeah, that's right. So you didn't even get to and the first like, boss fight. Didn't even no, get to death floor. No. No. No, I didn't get didn't go past that because there was no I just had no interest. I really didn't have any interest to keep going. There you go. Whereas I, I loved um, it. I cleared quite a few buildings. I quite liked it. Okay, well, here's another building to clear, and I understand it was a bit repetitive, but yeah, I quite liked it. No, I just no the combat didn't seem to grab me. Um, none of the weapons seemed all that particularly interesting. The dog was kind of cool. That was probably about it. Thank you. Thank you. Dog meat, the dog, as far as I was concerned, that was the only highlight of the game. Oh, actually, talking to the robot servant when you first come back and yeah, being yeah. a little bit oblivious to um, what's happened, uh, that was mildly amusing. But the rest of it, I, I just didn't really care. There you go. Just, uh, just, and, uh, I just, and then, obviously, uh, Ghost Recon and... Um, yeah, it took over. Horizon and uh, well now Mass Mass Effect have taken over so yeah it's that, just that really is part of the problem though isn't it is there's mm. just so much yes. competing for attention particularly yeah. particularly game, game problem particularly a game of that scale so that's the reason I don't play it anymore is that you can play a hundred hours and still not get close mm. to what you want to do so yeah I, I totally sympathise the scale of it is a bit off putting at times. Yeah, I don't, and that wasn't what put me uh, put me off. I mean, I was quite happy to maybe go put a few hours in here or there as I was going to play through it, but I just no desire. I've got zero desire to play it at all. I did not enjoy it. I and that was kind of the whole reason why I didn't pick it up in the first place for myself was because I just had no desire to play it when it first came out. There you go. And that's a personal choice. It's yeah, it a personal is. choice, but hey, yeah. I appreciate the challenge, and yeah. So, who's next? I was about to say that. So, Simon, how are you placed at the moment? Otherwise, I will put my hand up um, sheepishly if I have to. But if you're in a position to, for a new game, you're going to put your hand up as sheepishly. Yeah. Oh, look, I'm from the country. Uh, uh, watch out for the dag. Yes. Um, how keen are you, Simon? Uh, yeah, no, okay, all right, lay it on me. What am I doing? What am I doing? Oh. All right, all right. Oh, you haven't thought that far ahead. Okay, fine. <laughs> no, I haven't thought that far ahead. Well, I had one lined up for David. I didn't have one lined up for Oh, well, no, well, hit, hit me with it then, as long as it's not going to cost me over 100 bucks. No, it won't cost you over 100 bucks. It's it's cheap. You can pick it up on your PS4. Is it Pokemon And Go? I mentioned it. No, it's not Pokemon Go. I mentioned it last time on the podcast. It's called The Last of Us. Oh, yeah, that's sort of interesting as well. All right. Mm. Same guys that did uh, Uncharted, um, Naughty Dog. Uh, the sequel for it's coming out. Well, it's been announced and I assume will be coming out maybe next year, I'd guess. All right. Leave it with me. So, 
I'd, I'd say The Last of Us. You could probably pick that up for 20 bucks at pre-owned or something. Yeah, I'll have a look on the store as well. So yeah. I get so sick of changing CDs now. I've gotten to the stage where I want to download them. Yeah, I, I always have that problem when I go to play something new. It's like, where did I leave it? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Last of Us it is. Um, Start thinking of one for you, Simon. Yeah, well, I, I still loved Hello Kitty. Who, who's Hello Kitty Island Adventure? Although we worked out you couldn't access that anymore. Yeah, we couldn't find it anymore. Not a reliable version anyway. No. Um, quick reviews, and please, you guys, feel free to jump in with your own. Uh, an Iron Fist mini review. So the latest Marvel series launched just in the past week, few days. Uh, absolutely excoriated by um, uh, critics in the lead-up to yeah. its launch. Like, you know, worst by, you know, mile of all the Marvel series or whatever. And then I'm on a couple of comic collecting groups, be like a big group of 40,000 members, a US one, and a lot of the real comic nerds are saying, yeah, no, I'm finding it quite good. So I've watched, I've only watched the first episode, which apparently is very slow. I still enjoyed mm-hmm. the hell out of it. So um, it may not be as good as Daredevil, I don't doubt that, but I quite liked the whole based out of the corporate boardroom stuff. It's Yeah, it didn't bore the crap out of me, so... We shall see. I have a better review next month. I should have watched most of them. So I, I, I've watched a few more episodes than you. Okay, know. and what? And you not liking it? Um, now I'm going to say this very quickly. On Rotten Tomatoes, it's got. I think it was last I looked was 17 yeah, percent by critics and 80 something and 80, yeah. 80 something percent by fan, um, fans. Yeah. So are you a critic or I'm, a fan? I'm a fan. There you go. Because I'm going to I'm going to put it this way. It's better than Luke Cage was. Well, see, I only just finished Luke Cage about two weeks ago, and I enjoyed it in its entirety, but, yeah, it was very slow. See, my problem with Luke Cage was the fact that the main villain didn't show up until the second half of the season. Yeah. And that the villain you've got for the first half of the season, without spoiling it, doesn't continue. No, and I couldn't get past him being Remy from House of Cards either. Yeah, and it's just... So, anyway, that was... Coppermouth was the best part of Luke Cage. Um, Now, with Iron Fist, from what I've watched so far, I'm going to say, put it very simply, it's a slow burn, and it starts to pick up a little bit more around episode four, but the action doesn't really kick in until around episode six. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've heard. I'm just, um, I'm hanging to see. With that Luke. first episode, though, how cool was that scene where he, you know, goes up into the boardrooms at the start? Yeah, yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, no, I, I quite enjoyed it. And I can't wait to see him and Luke Cage together because that, growing up, it was Power Man and Iron Fist and they had a, it was a highly yeah. successful client. Can't wait to see the Defenders. That's what I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. Well, in, or, in order of quality, I'd say Jessica Jones... Daredevil Season 1, Daredevil Season 2, Iron Fist, depending on how it finishes, and then Luke Cage. I'd still say Luke Cage is the worst out of oh, all there of them. There you go. Yeah. You both follow crap. You should be re-watching The Clone Wars in its entirety because there's action right at the beginning and the villain is pretty obviously right there in Episode 1. So watch The Clone Wars, everybody. 
<laughs> Are we talking about Dooku? Who? Count Dooku, isn't he the villain in Clone Wars? Never heard of him. Oh. No, he's in Pokemon Go. I Everyone's in Pokemon Go. all the time, yeah. Uh, uh, my other... I hope he... Take a clean hanky. <laughs> um, my other comic-related review is Riverdale. So I was actually not intending on watching this. I, I have been buying the new Archie comics, although they're all sitting in a big pile unread besides the first three issues. I quite enjoy them. I just haven't had time to catch up with them, but they're on my pull list, so I dutifully go in and buy them each month. Um, guy in the comic shop said, yeah, you really do need to check out Riverdale. I went, okay, so I put it on, and by God, it's a good show. It's nothing like you would expect. An it's a Ar- lot better than anyone would expect. Oh, it's, it? it's just nothing like you'd expect from an Archie-based show. It's more like Twin Peaks meets I don't know what. It's absolutely brilliant. I think it's got like a Twin Peaks meets... What's a good teenage drama? Um, Degrassi. It, <laughs> Degrassi. It, it has a lot of that teen... Because, you know, the characters are high school students. Yeah. So it has a lot of that... Maybe you could probably compare it to maybe a Beverly Hills or something. something. I, well, I that's because of Luke Perry. But probably because <laughs> of Luke Perry being in it as Archie's father, yes. Do you uh, mean old students, though, or do you mean high school students played by 30-year-olds? No, these... High school students played by 30-year-olds. Right, these okay. guys, yeah, these guys have been in their twenties, but they they pull off teenagers. <laughs> That's a bad. They they cover teenagers it's very well. Hashtag <laughs> mm. oh, and... David. <laughs> yeah. I, at least I realised my mistake. So um, <laughs> I just think it's. It, I can't recommend it highly enough. Even if you hated Archie comics as a kid, which I didn't, mm. I love them. But this I'd is... say at least watch the first episode. Yeah, see it's... it to the end. And, and all the newer characters are in there that you may not remember from the Archie comics. Um, Jughead, I've got to say, I just love to bits. Jughead is nothing like the comics, Jughead's, but he kicks Jughead's ass. awesome. He's brilliant. He's the best. Um, can't recommend it highly enough. So that, that's my... Oh, and Skeet Ulrich is his dad, too. Who's... Uh... Jughead's dad. He was in Jericho and... Oh, okay. um... yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, awesome. Mm. Show. It's a pity it never actually ended. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's another one of those ones that just never f- found its footing, unfortunately. Yeah, thanks, network television. That's right. Yay. And Riverdale's not out yet fully. I was devastated. I finished episode seven the other day thinking, oh, where's episode... I knew they were releasing them weekly, but I didn't realise they're on hiatus till the end of the month. Isn't yeah. that the... They did that with Shadowhunters. It's not that I watch Shadowhunters because that's a team drama. They did it with uh, Shooter, Shooter as well. But that's because it's actually in the States, it's airing on network television or cable television oh, okay. week. Whereas here we don't get it on TV, we're just getting it on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. What's TV? I don't know. Yeah, me either. It's the, it's thing, that, it's the thing that Grandma used to use. When the wireless, that... was, when the wireless was out of action. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought she just used the stove. Isn't that microwave? Is, no, no, definitely it, not. No, it's got isn't to be that a day without women joke? Oh, uh, that's what I was going for. <laughs> oh, hashtag outrage. <laughs> <coughs> uh, hashtag feminazis. All right, oh, yes. Any, any other reviews from you guys before we wrap this goddamn thing up? Uh, uh, um, Clone Wars. 
I think you even mentioned that at the end of last episode as well. Well, it takes a while to get through however many seasons that well, was. They, wasn't there six seasons of it? Yeah, and then there's the missing yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say the current season of Flash on TV is pretty good. On, um, uh, oh. um, yeah, the DC Flash, though. Uh, yeah, I reckon that current season is pretty good. I'm enjoying it. So, but I think that's probably the best out of the DC TV shows at the moment is the Flash. I think the AC Flash is in jail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wasn't he in Ted? Probably. Yeah, he was. He was in Speaking Ted. Speaking of bad taste jokes, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, David, you're so random. I know. Just Ted. It's just, yeah, it's just associations. <laughs> um, right, we're done. Lots. Yeah, I think we are. Was, we're just wasn't rambling. Ted Keanu Reeves? Yes. Oh, I thought we were talking about the animatronic bear. He knows Kung Fu. Oh, no, we, you were talking about the animatronic bear, and I just went from that to Bill and Ted. Oh, you're moving too fast for yeah, me. sorry. Yeah. I've actually not seen the Ted movie, but I've heard it's okay. It's all right. Ted it's something to work right home about. I actually thought the sequel was funnier. Tom Cruise in Rock of Ages. Tom Cruise in Edge of Darkness. Edge of ah. Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. No, Edge of Darkness. Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Darkness. Or uh, I think they actually changed the title for the DVD release to Live, Kill, Die, Repeat. Uh, Edge of Darkness was the original book title for oh, Apocalypse. Okay. Mm. Don't watch Apocalypse now. Watch Edge of Darkness. It's a documentary what made was by... The one we... Le... What? Was it Legend, the one where he was in with the demon? The what? Oh, Legend. Legend. That was, yeah, Tim Curry was sort of the devil character. The devil, yeah. Robert Picardo is in there, although you won't recognise him. Was Val Kilmer in that? No, he was in Willow. He was in, oh, I tried tried out for an extra in that, bastards. They lied and lied Mm. and lied. They said Bruce Boxleitner was the star in that. They even had a little intro for him. You were too tall to be the uh, midgets. With the, in the dwarf village? No, I lied about my horse riding skills. They were looking for <laughs> ex-super horses. I said, yes, I can ride a horse. I've been on a horse once, I think. Oh, well. Hey, that, that counts. Didn't get the gig. Didn't live close enough to Queenstown. So, oh. fuck you, Lucasfilm. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right, we're done. Are we sure? Yeah, definitely. No more random tangents? No, I was going to talk about my movie credit, but I think I've raved on about that before, so I don't want to overdo uh, it. Actually, I want to know, has anyone seen Logan? And what did you think? No, I haven't seen it. Not yet. No. And you I mean the most? I haven't seen the Lego Batman movie yet either. I, I did maybe watch... I did watch a 10-minute camp. No, that's right, but I did watch a ten first 10 minutes of a cam version and decided I didn't want to wreck the experience by doing that. It looked, the first 10 minutes looked all right. But as far as Logan goes, I have not heard a bad thing about that so far, which troubles me deeply, but also is strangely persuading. Hmm. 
Well, uh, old, old Man Logan was such a rad story. I, I'm glad they're doing it in the movie, but, um, yeah, I've got to go see it. I just can't find the time. No. Busy, busy. Speaking of which, we should mm-hmm. wrap this up. We okay. should. Trying to. Maybe. All right, we I'm are. Try to think of other things to distract us about. If you think of it, you could always email it in because we do like opinion suggestions or general abuse, Ben. You're right, we do. So feel free to email us at contact at Oceanic Gamer or unless it's in regards to anything to do with Gamergate or anything Ben said at all in the last five episodes, in which case contact him on the Spawny13 on Twitter. Um, my Twitter handle's in the Ocean- at the Oceanic Gamer. Simon tweets under at RPGBeatsRL. Um, and you'll find previous episodes of the show on iTunes, and we're also on Stitcher, Google Play, and Pocket Cast. And okay. uh, thanks to our sponsors, Audible. <laughs> um, oh. Actually, you know what? You know how the one sponsor we ever had was Arcage? Yeah. Um, Arcage appeared in the news in the last week. I'm trying to think what the context it was. It was given kudos or won an award for something. Oh, that's encouraging. Yeah, it was uh, because it was a totally open sandbox game. It was doing something innovative. Anyway, I'll have to look it up. But I thought, oh, there you go. The one sponsor we had, and it actually did turn out all right. Actually, speaking of Audible, uh, I recently bought the entire uh, Barsoom series by Edgar Rice Burroughs, I think it is, Uh, the the John Carter stories. Oh, yeah. um, so oh, Prince- I like that movie. It's a shame it didn't do so well. I, I liked it as well. I've watched it a few times now, and I, I like movie. it each time I see it. Um, hmm. I think the fact that people thought it was derivative didn't realise that they were actually watching something based on the material of the things they thought it was derivative of, mm-hmm. which is kind of amusing. But the uh, the Audible spoken books, you get, what's it, like seven? It's like 35 hours worth of material. So. Wow. For, for not much money, it was on sale. So, uh, yeah, we're not being sponsored by Audible, but uh, if you enjoy having something on in the background while you're doing something else but don't want it to be the TV sort of blaring away and distracting you, talking books really uh, awfully good if you're doing hobbies or just mm. sort of muck around. Mm. Great. Um and sorry, just on Arcade, it was nothing to do with an award. I just Googled it. There was a research study published just recently yeah. about with the closed beta, they actually did deep research on how players behave when they know the virtual world that they've been involved with is going to end and then extrapolate that out about how humanity might behave in the end times. And so what it surprisingly showed was that rather than people running around screaming and raping each other, um, that overall behaviour was um, positive and that players abandoned character progression, questing, levelling and ability changes, but communication actually enjoyed a positive upswing as testers exchanged more males and joined more groups before the end. So basically we're all going to hug and sing songs when the end of the world comes. Yay! That actually makes sense because in one of the many, many, many um, beta runs in uh, Star Wars The Old Republic, I found that as well. You knew that the character you just created was going to evaporate and uh, any progress you made. So everyone just ended up running around just doing stuff together. Yeah, there you go. So that's a positive thing for humanity. And yeah, well, you, 
when you realise there's no score at the end of the day, um, why not just have fun? That's right. A bit like this podcast. Exactly. It's a lesson in that for all of us. We're fun. You really need to learn to wrap these things up, David. Yeah, we just all right, we're going. Yeah. Have a great week. Yeah. Have, have a great what? week. Hey? Have no, a great wait, week. Wait, wait. Bye. Bye. Have a nuggeterific nugget week. And if, remember, you don't stop playing because you grow old. You grow old because you stop playing or you just run out of fucking time and have a sore arm. Good night. Notice me said bye. I said bye half a dozen times already. I'm not saying it again. The ability to speak does not make one intelligent.